Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special Bella Asks episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin. As longtime members of the Business Ethics Leadership Alliance, or Bella, know, we offer a special concierge service whereby Bella members who have any questions at all about ethics and compliance can send them to us, and then our internal experts will provide an answer and or direct them to a helpful resource for more information. Some of these concierge requests are rather specific to a particular company's needs, but many of them represent broad challenges facing Bella members. That's why we are using this show to thematically respond to high-level questions from the Bella community. Joining us to give those responses is Bella Chair Erica Salmon-Byrne. Erica, welcome. It's great to see you again. Bill, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be back. All right, so our next question comes from the category of leadership. And the question is, what should your first 100 days as a new Chief Compliance Officer look like? Yeah, this is a great question, Bill. And we actually have a resource on the Bella Member Hub for people who are new to the role. So it's actually it's literally, literally called New to the Role. Um, and it's a resource for brand new chief compliance officers. There are a couple of things that I would point out from that particular resource that I would certainly do if I was in the, the shoes of somebody who was new to the compliance role. The first is take the time to know the business. You are not going to be able to understand what you're dealing with if you don't understand how the business works in the first place, right? So really put the time in to understand what the company does, how the company does it, why the company does it, where the company does it, right? All of those key questions, because at the end of the day, a company is not a single organism, right? That, that moves in a single direction and makes decisions in a single way. A company is a conglomeration of people and the compliance team's role is mitigating people created risk. So if you don't understand where the people are, if you don't understand where the risk is, you're not going to be able to be effective um, no matter how long you're in seat. So spend the time to understand how the business works and what they do. Spend time with the most recent risk assessment. And if your company hasn't done a compliance risk assessment in a while, get on that because that is going to be the thing that is going to help you think about where am I going to put my time? Where am I going to put my resources? Where am I going to put my team? And then start to build relationships, right? To start to, you know, Bill, you and I have over the years have had a lot of conversations about the importance of those cross-functional control relationships, the ways in which you can work with your internal audit peers, your HR peers, your legal peers, your IT peers, um, you know, your finance peers. Start building those relationships from day one. Oh, and don't forget comms. Right? Your communications peers are also going to be super important to you. So start to build those relationships. Um, really invest the time to get to know those departments, what they're focused on, why they're focused on those things. Um, all of those that relationship building will serve you very, very well in the long term. So those would be my big three things. Understand how the business works and where it is and what it's doing and why. Spend time with your most recent risk assessment data set. If you haven't done one recently, get that spun up really quick and spend time in your control function relationships. Do you mind if I ask you a follow-up question? Please. Does this wisdom or does this advice change at all if you are ascending to the chief compliance officer position from within? You've been in the company perhaps your entire career, been with them for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. You may already have a heightened sensitivity or understanding of how the business operates. You may already have a lot of relationships that may have gotten you the role in the first place. Yep. Does, does that 100 days change a little bit if you are from within the company as opposed to coming in from the outside? 
there are ways in which it will and ways in which it won't bill. So um, I'm going to start with the ways in which it won't. So if I am a longstanding deputy chief compliance officer, right, I've, I've been in seat as the deputy for 10 years and the chief compliance officer retires and I finally get my shot, right? Before you step into those shoes and just start running, which can be super tempting, right? You're already, you understand the business, you, you understand the team, you had done the work, you know what you would do differently if you had been the boss all along, right? Like you know, it's your chance to remake the program in your own vision. Spend the time to think about, you know, if I were coming in from the outside, what were the what would be the questions that I would ask? Um, because it is a slightly different perspective. Anytime you move roles, you have a chance to, to take a different perspective. And just because you understood historically what the business had been doing doesn't necessarily mean that you understand what the business is going to be doing. So is there a five-year strategic plan? that you can take a look at, right? What are the plans that the company might have around M&A? Um, are there particular markets that the company is thinking about going into or thinking about leaving? That's all information that's super important for you to know as you craft your plans. And it may or may not be something that you had access to in your prior role. So make sure you really take the time to ask those questions as opposed to just jumping straight into action mode. The ways in which it is easier in some ways, right, to step forward is exactly that familiarity with the control function relationship piece, right? But make sure you're taking the care to preserve those relationships because you've gone up a rung in the in the ecosystem and you want to make sure that you take those partnerships with you. So, you know, put the time into relationship building just like you would have if you were new. That would be the one caveat I would have there. Erica, awesome answers as always. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. It's great to have you. Bill, it is absolutely my pleasure. And to all of those Bella members out there, keep the questions coming, okay? I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been a special Bella Asks episode of The Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. To learn more about Bella, please visit bella.ethosphere.com to request guest access to the Bella Member Resource Hub and to speak with the Bella Engagement Director. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business. Ethics doesn't just happen. You need to put in the time. So make sure to register for the 15th Annual Global Ethics Summit, a live and virtual event in Atlanta, Georgia, from April 22nd through the 24th. Save $200 by using the code ETHICAST at registration. To learn more, visit attendges.com.